Hey everybody, Big Mosh here. Just wanted to take a quick second to shout out Party Up's featured musical artist, Pixel Perfect. We want to thank them for letting us use the track Bonus Round in our intro and outro for the show. And if you like what you hear, make sure you head over to ReverbNation.com where you can actually find the debut album up for free download. On top of that, make sure you head over to Facebook.com slash PixelPerfect, spelled P-I-X-E-L, P-R-F-K-T, so you can stay in the loop for the upcoming EP to be released in only a few months. Thanks to all the Pixels out there for listening, and enjoy the show. Prepare yourself. Three, two, one. Party Round one. Round two. Discussing video games, comic books, and all other fandoms across the universe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the debut episode of Party Yes, I'm so excited about this one. This is probably going to be my number two most favorite show for the new five-day lineup that we got going here on the Big Mosh Podcasting Network. And I'm super excited about this because this show, Party Up, is all about just the world of nerds and geeks and dweebs and video games comic books movies all of that shit all of it i want to talk about all of it because i am secretly a huge closet nerd and uh i have my my weaknesses magic the gathering uh anything video game related so this is it this is this is going to be my outing I'm coming out of the uh, proverbial geek closet, and uh, I have two super awesome co-hosts joining me on this show week by week. I want to introduce you guys to someone you actually already kind of know from a previous episode on the podcast, Mr. John Donadio. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Chilling, hanging out. It's been a crazy fucking day, but... We're here, we're doing the damn thing, and you, of course, are the COO of Gamer Assault Weekly, an online magazine, and you actually recently uh, just picked up a brand new writing gig, correct? Yeah, I am actually uh, the eSports coordinator. No, that's not right. I don't know what my real title is, but I work for Stream.me. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And then uh, on top of having you in our presence, we are introducing someone brand new to the podcasting world. She is she is very excited, I know, to be here. She is just just dying, just dying to be introduced and, and say her two words of whatever the fuck <laughs> she wants to say. And I'm just going to keep delaying it because I know it's just going <laughs> to piss her off. But... Fuck it, I don't want to waste too much goddamn time because she's not that really that really important. Um, wow. I want to introduce yeah. – no, I'm just kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. A very good friend, a huge fucking nerd, probably one of the biggest ones that I know, 
Miss Cheyenne Kelly. How are you, Cheyenne? Hey, what's going on? Hanging Glad out. Glad to be here. Th- uh, pleasure to have you, honestly. Thank you guys so much for joining me in this brand new adventure. It is, uh, it's been one hell of a week, but you know what? Uh, I'm going to push all that aside. We got lots to cover on today's show. It's the first show for Party Up, and, um, yeah, super excited. So let's just get right into it. Mr. John Donadio, last week uh, you were lucky enough to travel with Gamer Assault, and you guys uh, hit up a ESL. Con- how was that? Was the official title for it? The conve- a convention? Uh, was it a, a competition? Well, so uh, the way the way ESL was, it's pretty much a competition. We were there uh, actually this past weekend, um, Saturday and Sunday. And there were four of us from the magazine. It was myself, uh, Vanessa, the CEO, uh, Sean, who is our e- esports director, um, and one of our junior but was promoted to senior writer, uh, Ian. And so we were – the four of us went, and we just got to watch a shit ton of uh, CSGO, and it was amazing. It was a really, really good time. Now, for those that are listening that may not know what ESL is, what what is that? I know you said on, uh, you think you brought it up in your interview with me weeks ago. It's not uh, English second language. It is no, what, it's not what? English second language. ESL is uh, the esports league. It's probably the dumbest name for anything, but uh, <laughs> it's just the esports league. Uh, so it's ESL one, and it was a CS:GO competition because they do more than just uh, Counter Strike Go. Um, they do a whole bunch of other gaming competitions. In fact, the Street Fighter V competition was also there. Oh shit! Uh, really? See, yeah, we only got to see a little bit of it, but it was pretty pretty awesome. Wow! Yeah, Street Fighter is definitely one of those games I know as like a huge cult following. Uh, yeah. I know that every year there's a competition, and every time they come out with a brand new one, there's just kids lined up to uh, to face each other on this. So, uh, did, oh, yeah. you, did you see any Brit, any champions crowned, any uh, what what went down? So, uh, Sean and I were the only two of our group that were um, the Fnatic fans. There, that's a team name. They're called Fnatic, um, and I I sort of got into them because of him, and uh, I got to watch them play something else recently on Overwatch, and they they were awesome and. They didn't take home the gold, and they didn't take the home the gold here either. But yeah. uh, so we went in as Fnatic fans, um, and then uh, Vanessa went in as Team Liquid fan, and Ian didn't know his ass from his elbow as far as ESL was <laughs> concerned. So uh, he just <laughs> he kind of came just you know for the hell of it, and it was still a lot of fun. He's a good kid, but um, he got into it, man. It's like it's like going to see a regular sports competition or whatever like you know if you were to to go see uh the jets versus whoever i don't i don't know football anyway um <laughs> fucking nerd if you were to go see a sports competition uh it's it's very much like that except not a lot of people are running it's... right <laughs> the, in the virtual world they're all running around but oh yeah um, that, that's that sounds super awesome man i'm actually i'm pretty jealous i and I love to see a little bit of, you know, YouTube some stuff, watch some things online as far as competitive play goes, because yeah. there are a bunch of games out there that just some of these guys, man, we, we talked about a lot of this uh, in our interview, um, the, the, the skill, the hand-eye coordination, the skill needed to learn the ins and outs of the games, um, 
did some some of these dudes are even listening or or learning the sounds of the game and they're just yeah. it, it's crazy the level of competition cheyenne you ever uh you ever play competitively in any video games uh no not really i mean uh, i basically retro game so i've played a little bit of like zelda mario kart stuff like that but nothing new but that's that's okay do you know um uh, what's it called i think it's called awesome games done fast and it's like a comp it's like not really competition but they have people play like a lot of retro games uh like as fast as possible and they're called speedrunners. Wow, I haven't heard of that. Okay, so go- if you if you get into a game that is like your jam, like what's your favorite like what's your big retro game that you love? Ooh. That's really hard. <laughs> uh, well, give me one that you know fairly well and you think you you're pretty good at. Uh, she loves Donkey Kong. <laughs> no, I do love Donkey Kong. Um uh, Centipede, Asteroid. Um you go old school. Oh yeah, like real old school. Like I yeah, have an Atari. Uh, let's go with like Super Mario. Okay, so there are people that go on there and they do Super Mario as fast as possible. Now okay. they have people on there that can do it in six minutes, all eight wow. worlds, or they have guys that uh, do it without killing anything, or they have you know like there's like certain rules that they set up for themselves and they go on and it's called speed running and you can look it up on Twitch or stream me or any of those big streaming sites like YouTube people do it. Um, and so every year they do it twice a year and they do it all for charity. Everything that, that they make all goes to charity. People donate all day long. Um, and they have these guys play like I, I saw one, a guy beat the original Nintendo Ninja Gaiden, uh, in an hour and a half without killing anything. What? Which is, except for what? bosses. You I, need, was, uh, you bosses. I was about to say, how do you do that? <laughs> you need to kill the bosses to get on to the next level. But that was the only, that was the only you know, step that they could do. Everything else. Now, that game is already impossible. Jesus yeah. Christ. And, like, to, to get through it without killing anything, like, he didn't, that's it. That, all he did was just run through the game. It was amazing. It was so unbelievable to watch. And they're probably still on YouTube. You can probably find it, but you gotta check them out because they're awesome. Yeah, shit. I'm actually gonna have to check that out. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I I know I've I've seen videos of like uh, old school like Mario Brothers speed runs where they're just like going through the levels in and out, just beat the game. I think um, what's the what's the record? Isn't there a, like a world record of like two minutes or some crazy shit like that? Like beat it's the whole game. Something. Uh, I'm gonna have to look I'm that up. Talking. Hit us up on on Twitter and and let us know if you guys know what the uh, what the world record is for the Mario Brothers speed run. But it's something <laughs> fucking ridiculous, yo. It's just yeah, like when you look at games, especially any any when you, when you take a look at a video game, I I don't think the first thought is that you can turn it into uh, something more than what it is, which is you know for you to play or for you and a friend to play and beat the game. Then, then there's these dudes out there, guys, girls, they just think of these crazy new ways to just replay a game. And, yep. uh, like, speed like speed runs, I I never thought would be, like, I, I would never imagine, like, some of these games being speedrunner, but they're doing Zelda, Mario, Donkey Kong, all these other crazy, like, games. When you look at the retro, like, at the retro stuff, 
And it's just like, how the fuck, like, you have to learn every inch of that game, like, exactly where things are going to fall. Like, that's that's a whole mental, level of mental training that, personally, I don't fucking <laughs> right, have, I don't have the patience I, I, for that. I looked it up because I was curious to see what the world record for Super Mario Brothers was. Now, okay. it was Super Mario Brothers 1 on the NES, and there was this guy named uh, Darby, and that was, like, his screen name. Mm-hmm. Uh his world, the world record for Super Mario Brothers is four minutes and fifty-seven seconds. Jesus Christ! That's the well, full. That's game. crazy. That's the full game. God damn it! That's fucking right? wild. I don't know. I, I die in every game, so <laughs> <laughs> like I only I, I I only play because for nostalgic purposes. But I mean, I'm really into retro gaming. I mean, you know, I go to a lot of uh, retro gaming expos. Uh, there's one coming up on November 5th called Keep Plugging um, in Huntington, and they have a lot of tournaments during you know the expo, and you can get all these old games. They have a lot of vendors. It's pretty awesome. That's cool. You should be you should become a uh, a speedrunner, Cheyenne. Oh my god, I, I I'm like a really angry video gamer, so I don't yeah, know. That's fine. I feel like that would be more fun to watch, actually. Absolutely, hell yeah, I would I would fucking pay to see that. We could have well, like maybe a... not maybe not pay to see it, but like I buy like popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> just watch just watch Shy rage out on a game. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh you're god. you're you're dangerous not playing video games. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine the bullshit that you're going to fucking scream when, when, for that 14th time you die in a fucking in centipede or whatever the fuck you play. So hold on. So you're a retro gamer, but you don't play any brand new games? Uh, I play some brand new games. Like the thing is having time to play games. So I would choose retro games over playing a new game and being saying retro like it doesn't have to be like centipede atari like stuff like that i have a gamecube i love playing mario kart i love playing mortal kombat i would rather play mortal kombat on my gamecube than i would on the xbox one mortal kombat's on gamecube yeah Yeah. really yeah Yeah. damn probably the only thing good on gamecube jesus um (laughs) yeah i was not a big fan of i think the only the only game on GameCube that I was thoroughly obsessed with, Eternal Darkness. Oh, shit. Fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome, awesome game. They actually released a, uh, I think IGN released a uh, top 10 um, most memorable horror games, and Eternal Darkness was on that list. Oh. And I was so hyped to see it because I was just like, yes. Like, have you guys ever played this game? I'm assuming by your reaction, John, you've played it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Dude, the the bullshit that happens in this game have you played it cheyenne no i actually haven't played it but i've seen people playing it so i know what you're talking about just the first night i remember ever playing this game is me and my good friend uh marty we're hanging out in my room basement room pitch black playing the game (laughs) and i was just like i wonder what happens if i let my sanity meter run low and just out of nowhere just big error screen pops up on my fucking tv that my my controller got unplugged and I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? So I get up and I go check and just and it's plugged in and then it disappears. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And I didn't, you know, obviously it was the first time I'm seeing it. So I was just like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. About two minutes later, I see a little fly on my TV. Now I have a big ass, like 50 inch television and I have a little fly in the corner. I'm just like, oh fuck, I got a bug in here. And I go to try to swat it away from the screen. I smack my TV and I'm like, <laughs> 
I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, that one fly just turns into fucking two flies, three flies. And then all of a sudden, from every corner, my TV just gets swarmed. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, this is so fucking awesome. This yeah. is the best fucking the game, thing I've ever experienced. The game was basically meant to, like, fuck with players. And it was incredible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Definitely, definitely my top, ten, top, yeah, I'd probably say top ten games uh, ever is uh, there's a spot for eternal darkness yeah but um yeah no i mean yeah I, I play like retro games and stuff like that like a little bit like obviously i grew up on nintendo everybody i think everybody had a nintendo childhood if i think if you didn't like you lived under a fucking rock yeah and um you know grew up on nintendo then kind of shifted over to playstation a little bit but Right now, like I'm in, I'm in love with the newer stuff. Like I have a P- PlayStation Four. I jumped over from Xbox. I had a 360, and I just, I wasn't working for me, so I jumped over to PS4. And right now, I'm all about Destiny. Oh my <laughs> god, I, I'm so mad because I've been so busy with like podcast stuff, which is good. Don't what? get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm busy taking care of the brand new lineup and doing a bunch of things and organizing a bunch of things, but it's been eating up into my video game time. And they just released the new Rise of Iron expansion. Yeah. I played for like maybe three days, four days total, and I haven't touched it since. <laughs> and I'm so and I'm so mad because I there's apparently like I'm getting messages from my clanmates that some new shit just happened this week because the resets are on Tuesday, and I'm like I, I have no idea. I have no idea what's happening, and yeah, part I... of me is part of me is dying. <laughs> I. I played Destiny for a while and then had sort of given up on it until year two when Taken King came out. And then I was playing it a lot. I was streaming it a lot. I was doing a lot with it, like, you know, really building up my character. And then, again, I just sort of lost interest. Oh, like, Overwatch came out and Battleborn. I gave up on Battleborn pretty easily, but Overwatch held my interest for a long time and still does. And I have yet to pick up uh rise of iron like i have no idea anything about it other than the stuff that i write for the magazine dude it's it i just you know tip of the iceberg stuff for me but so far completely worth it i think like uh, i was a little disappointed because you know when you when you get any game and you get the expansion for like any anything extra content stuff you want it to be worth what you're investing your time your money with Rise of Iron, uh, without giving anything away, um, I was a little upset with the way the storyline was played out mission-wise. I felt it was a little short, right. but they they crammed a lot of information in that small mission line, and once you finish it, that's when you start to really uh, explore everything about the expansion, and... The leveling system is, you know, still the one for one on the items. Uh, you know, so getting your light up isn't going to be terribly hard, but they 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 make you work for it this time. Like everything so far about the game, like when Taken King came out, and even like the small like like the small added stuff after that, um, it was it was too easy to get through. 
Like, it was fun, don't get me yeah. wrong, but it was just, I, I felt it was too easy to get through. Now, with the Rise of Iron stuff, like, you you have to work for it. Like, you can get it. The the, 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 the loot is there for you, which is awesome, but you have to you have to work for it, and you have to invest your time yeah. into it. And that's that's why I'm, I'm, like, so sucked back into it, is because I love that. I love the story that they're coming out with. I love the fact that there's a new raid. I love the fact that there's new items that uh, I pre-ordered it. So I got the iron Galahorn okay. sexiest, sexy as hell. <laughs> Loved it. And you know what? They make you work for that too. I'm not going to give anything away, but if, if you know what I'm saying, like if you get a, a way of getting, getting it now, I don't know if it's possible without pre-ordering, but they make you work for that too. And it's, it's worth the grind. Honestly, I, I love games like yeah. that. Now, I got a lot of my friends that actually stopped playing Destiny because a lot of them are now playing, uh, what's what's that game, Overhyped? Uh, over, Overwatch. Over, over, Overwatch, Overwatch, yeah. Not 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 a big fan. Not a big fan. Yeah, well, that's because you suck. I mean, that's because uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't grab you, that's all. I don't know. It just, well, I, I like I like story. Yeah, I like, that's a I difference. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, when you, when you think about Overwatch, when you think about Destiny, like, Destiny has, like, there are story, there's background, there's... There's things going on, whereas, like, with Overwatch, you get dribs and drabs of story, mostly through the little interactions that the characters do and, like, whatever Blizzard happens to just fucking throw at people. You know what I mean? Like, right. as far as all that stuff is concerned, like, I love Overwatch for the gameplay value. Like, what I, how I play and, like, playing with my friends and stuff like that, it's been a lot of fun. I love watching the competitions. Like, I just, you know, you learn new things. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff going on where you go, this is this is my number one shooter now. Right. You know? But it's right. also a MOBA. So it, it, and I think that's, you know, a lot of people don't realize that this game is all objective. Like, you don't, it's not about kills. It's about the win. You know what I mean? Like, so. yeah. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a big thing for me when it comes to the PvP and Destiny is that even though you have objective games, uh, people don't give a shit and they just start getting points for kills. Right. And I was just like, what? I was like, I don't want to fucking play with this, these fucking idiots. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're destroying the objective of the game. And luckily, it, with the new expansion, they came out with a brand new um, PvP format, which is Supremacy, which is, oh my god, so much fucking yeah. fun, dude. It is, yeah, fuck, fuck Overwatch, fuck all the other PvP shit going on. <laughs> Dude, Destiny and Supremacy is fucking tight as hell. Love right. it. I fucking love it. But yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, I've, I've been so involved in, in, in Destiny and just doing other shit. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else that's new that's coming around? As far or? as games are concerned? Uh, I don't know. You would know. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Gears, Gears of War 4. <laughs> it's your job, John. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Gears of War 4 comes out uh, on Tuesday, actually. Um, which is, I can't wait for, uh, especially since it's going to be like a huge thing of like esports. um, the multiplayer for gears has made its entrance into the esport world. So, uh, oh, wow. okay. it's always a good thing to, you know, keep up on and watch and play. So, um, Sick. and then at the end of just October, there is, uh, well, the Skyrim remake, which I have to get cause I fucking love Skyrim. And then uh, Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 is going to make a, a big entrance, I think, for people. You know, I never got into that. I never got into Titanfall. Titanfall is another uh, PvP format, isn't it? Yes, but they've but they've added right. they've added a storyline to this one. Like it has a single player mode where people can ah. like really like they put a lot of time into story 
this one, which they should have did with the first one, but they were like, oh, we just want to do multiplayer. And it was sort of this beginning of the end for like a lot of multiplayer games. Right, right, right. Now, did you uh, did you see any, like, does Titanfall land in anything as far as the ESL stuff goes? Like, when you were over there that, at that get-together, did you see any play from them? Like, is that a game that people play competitively? Uh, I, I, not really. I think that with this one, though, I think they might try and, like, really push that. Um, it's more about, like, because the way, the way, like, ESL or any of the, you know, MLG or the way that any of them really work, is there are teams that play games, and it's like StarCraft Two and Overwatch and CS:GO and you know uh, Halo, Gears of War, Call of Duty. Like these are the games that people play, and most of them are usually they're either a MOBA like you know like League of Legends or Dota or StarCraft right. or whatever, uh, or they're shooters. Uh, Right. So any, right. anything like that usually makes it big. There are a lot of fighter games like Mortal Kombat X and uh, Street Fighter V. Uh, um, a lot of them make it to the scene as well. Uh, Smash Brothers is always is a big thing too. Oh yeah, Smash Brothers is fucking huge. Yeah, man. absolutely. But so you know, now now when you're at um when you're at ESL like is this like is it strictly competitive gaming or they're like kind of like uh well actually coming coming up uh is Comic Con. Uh, here in New York, is it any? Do they have anything like Comic Con there, where um, you might have like a sneak peek of something coming up? Like, do developers go to the ESL like competitions, no, like to show really. off anything? ES, or? ESL is more of like NFL. Like, if there's or you know like some kind of you know uh, sports, uh, I don't know what they're called. Uh, I don't know, whatever. But they're. Um, <laughs> But they're more like, um, like here is here is our thing. Uh, this you know this is what we do. These are the games we're playing in this competition. Come and watch, and we have merch for you to buy and shit like that. But no one really shows up as right. far as like, like uh, Valve doesn't show up uh, other than right to, like sell shit to people. Um, gotcha. uh, you know, for Overwatch, you know, Blizzard doesn't show up and say, hey, look at this new shit that we're that we're giving out, you know, or uh, that we're making mm. or whatever like that nobody does that um right right uh you know comic con's much different which i believe uh cheyenne and i are both going to oh yeah actually yeah you lucky sons of bitches you both are <laughs> fucking going to this thing yeah well john he'll, i'll put it this way john is luckier than all of us because he gets that pretty little pristine four-day press yeah, pass or three-day yeah. press pass whatever it is <laughs> such a jerk but yeah cheyenne <laughs> But yeah, Cheyenne. Before we uh, before we start um, going with the show, uh, you were talking about uh, how you are heading to Comic Con this, this this coming week. So John just did ESL, and now we're doing something a bit different. Coming up with this weekend is uh, Comic Con. How are you? Are you excited? Like, what what are you looking to do? Listen, there? I wait all year for Comic Con. Comic Con oh. for me is bigger than Christmas. So I prepare all year, I wait all year, and then I get on that ridiculous imaginary line online trying to get my tickets because oh we're, we're, we're not all we're not we're not as lucky as john so yeah right yeah we're we're, we're all we're not all the coo of the magazine yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah. pretty much so i was i was on on a virtual line with the rest of the peasants but uh all right. you know i got in and i'm super excited the only difference this year is that i'm actually not cosplaying this year because 
I really didn't have a lot of time to, uh, you know, make my costume and stuff like that. So I'm just going to go as a regular person this year. That, well, slacker. that's your cosplay because you, you're <laughs> yeah. fucking slacker. Wow. I'm a slacker. But no, that could that could, that could be your cosplay because you're not a normal person, so you could pretend to be one for no, a day. No, but you know what the problem is? Is that every year I go Shit, for she four just, days. She went right over that. She just didn't even no, care that I insulted her. I know. Her. I'm just totally ignoring <laughs> you. But you know what? Every year I usually go for four days straight. And this year, unfortunately, I was only able to go for two. And the thing hmm. with cosplaying is that if you're going to cosplay, you have to you know, you have to understand that you're going to get stopped like every five minutes. Can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? So like, right, you know, right. with the amount of time that I'm going to have to be there, I kind of want to just go and look for my comics and, you know, spend as much time as right. I can, like not being stopped. So. Right, right. Yeah. Me, well, me and John have been sitting here talking about video games the whole time. And I know that's not really your forte. <laughs> I know, like you just said, you do, you do cosplaying, you're really big into comic books and, you know, Comic Con is coming up. So like you just said, this is like bigger than Christmas for you. You got to explain something though to me, because listen, I uh, appreciate many different facets of the nerd world. I love video games. I'm into uh, different types of card games, uh, table games, uh, you know, movie, all, all every, almost every, every part of it. Like I, I, I like a little piece of everything, but Comic Con to me, I, I've always wanted to go, but I, I don't understand how you got how every year I just I watch it on Facebook and on social media. I just see people just raging about this ticket thing with Comic Con. Uh, and... it's starting to suck more and more every year. They're making it more and more difficult, which on one side as a fan, I totally understand because, you know, being someone that's been going for years and years, it gets harder and harder to get in because Marvel keeps putting these movies out. DC keeps putting these movies out and comic book heroes are, you know, becoming a big thing. And now cosplaying is, you know, kind of spun out into this, you know, huge, huge, yeah. huge thing. So, you know, it, it so got... hold on, hold on. Let's let's backtrack for a second. I don't want to cut you off, but yeah, let's backtrack yeah, yeah. for a second. So what what you're telling me? What, what what how did the system work this year to get tickets for Comic Con? Uh, like, because okay, I'm hearing okay. I'm hearing that I'm I'm hearing that like you needed like some type of verification yeah. process before, or before tickets even went on sale, you had to go online and you had to make a fan ver- verification, uh, kind of identifying who you are, and they do ask you a bunch of questions. I guess trying to like you know, shift out the the scalpers from the actual fans. So yeah, in was, order for you to go, you had right. to, yeah. In, in order now, for you to be them, able to even get tickets. Is it them shifting out scalpers or yeah. is that kind of like pushing away more of the casual fan? Like, how do, how do you get verified? Like, what, I don't understand. Well, like, I think... What it, sounds, what it sounds to me like from an outside perspective is that Unless they're like a super hardcore diehard like Comic Con goer and big fan and this and that, like you're not going to be allowed to go anymore. Yeah, because that's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, well, I guess that that's kind of what they were trying to do. Well, they were trying to eliminate the scalpers initially, but I think that they're kind of pushing out a lot of people too because I know from experience that like it, it was getting harder and harder to get in to the point where it's like I've been going for a long time. I'm a real fan. I'm very dedicated, you know, to going and. I couldn't get tickets, you know, I would have to buy them from someone else. And, you know, it it was getting really hard and frustrating. And there was people that were going that had never gone before. that were only there to dress up in Halloween costumes. You know, what were some of the, you know, know what's, 
some of the questions were, uh, what are you going to see there? What is your genre of fandom? Uh, you know, what do you usually spend your money on at Comic-Con? So I guess they kind of like based it upon what you spend your money on and who you're going to see. Right. Well, I think, I think as far as, I think it's more of a scalper thing because scalpers wouldn't know how to answer that. Yeah. When, when you have people like, like, let's say you're just the run of the mill Marvel universe uh, movie fan. Yeah. And they go, well, what do you come to see? And they go, and you probably are super honest and say, this is my first con. Um, I'm in love with the Walking Dead television show, and I like, you know, Thor or whatever. And I know that uh, uh, Doctor Who is going to be there. Or, you know, you have just like these regular fan people that just know that certain people are going to be at New York Comic Con. And I think they go, okay, that's fine. But a scalper would be like, I don't fucking know who's there. I just wanted to buy tickets so I could sell them on the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would choose other for every category. Right. So like, okay. You know, you have to. So it's so it's it's it's, ma- it's mainly a security thing. It's not like 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 I said, I I don't bother because of the pro- I, I keep hearing year by year the process keeps getting more and more to be a pain in the ass. That's why next year, John, you're just gonna have to throw me a press pass. But <laughs> well, yeah, but the you podcast know, count as I'm... press, and we can all just all go. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, that that'd be awesome. That you hear that, listeners? That take take the podcast to, to Comic Con next year. That's that's gonna be your job. <laughs> but um, but yeah, yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like you know, someone as that's as that's casual like me, um, I look at the process and I think like, oh, why am I even gonna bother? And I don't know if you know. I, I understand the security aspect of it, but personally, I think that they might need to reevaluate their system because I feel like it's going to push away put a lot of potential people that could go spend more money or make you know what I'm saying, like be their first con or whatever it is. So I definitely think they should try to reevaluate that. But now something uh, that China you're talking about, which is is really funny. Uh, I, I kind of touched on it. Um, I forgot I forgot who I was talking to about it, but it was in a previous interview on the podcast. And um, you mentioned how cosplaying is just become like this huge crazy thing. Now, when you go to Comic Con now, is it like 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 I, 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 give me a percentage of people that go to Comic Con that are cosplayers yeah. now? I mean, do you want me to put them in a category of cosplayers or people that dress up in costume? Because it's two different things. Well, what's the difference? As, as someone as someone who doesn't know doesn't know anything about cosplay, like explain to those that might be listening, what is the difference between getting dressed in a costume as opposed to cosplaying? Because someone who's on the outside looking in probably can't tell the difference. Okay, so cosplayers are people that take their characters very seriously. They dedicate a lot of time to creating their costumes, getting them as precise as possible stay in character pretty much the whole time that they're wearing their costumes are really really into it and have most likely been into it for a long time if they're new you know they're just getting into it people in costumes are buying their stuff at party city they're coming because they want to dress up it's close to halloween they like to wear costumes you know it's like a percentage of the people that are going to be at comic-con i guarantee you 80 percent of the girls there are going to be dressed up as suicide squads harley quinn Guaranteed. Oh yeah. <laughs> and if not, big big thing on social media about everyone being Harley Quinn. Yeah, and, and and you know for the past like three or four years, there's been a uh, maybe about seventy five percent 
you know, increase of Deadpools. Oh, yeah. So to the point where they actually have a Deadpool meetup. Yeah, and they usually all <laughs> dance and have, like, some kind of weird something. Yeah. Like a flash mob? Yeah. Sort of. A fl- a flash mob except that it's not, it's not, like, planned. They just kind of show up and start ragging on each other and, like... Well, actually, last year there was like a there was like a Deadpool meetup page. So yeah, on Facebook. So yeah. they were like, you know, because it, it it happened the year before and the year before that, and they were just like, dude, let's all meet up and take a picture. So you know, is this like uh, is this like a new age like SantaCon? Is there going to be like a Deadpool con oh, coming? God, soon? I hope not. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I, I gotta ask this question. Like I said, you know, when 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 it comes to the well, world of nerdum and uh, comic books and all these other things, like I said, I like a little bit of everything. I would consider myself a, a, a casual fan. You guys, you know, obviously have your uh, your fortes in which you your your interests lie. Uh, when you see something like this, where um, cosplaying is becoming so huge that everybody's doing it, that everybody's dressing up like a dead, like Deadpool, or now more and more people are uh, co- going to Comic-Con or uh, ESL or whatever they're doing. Um, do you feel that the growth that these ple- that the- these cons are experiencing or these, uh, these you know, f- characters are now facing like a growth in popularity do you feel like this might be hurting the i guess i don't i think it's making i think it's making things better you know you got places to bring your kids getting them like my son wasn't interested in any of this stuff until i brought him to uh eternal con and comic con and now he's like totally into star wars totally into minecraft so i think that it's great uh as far as cosplaying there are people that cosplay because it's the only time they get to get out of their house and it helps with their self-esteem and their depression or what have you and it just makes them feel better and i'm all for it you know right right now i guess another follow-up question for that is i guess with the cosplay thing um is you know let's let's be honest we look at a lot of the cosplayers and a majority of them are women. Um, now, with that being the case, you see a lot of character renditions. You know that they want it, that they want to be whoever from whatever, but they want the slutty version. Might they might oversexualize these these characters a bit? And you know what I'm saying? Like, is is cosplaying now becoming something less and less about? the actual art of cosplaying and representing characters that people love and, and are, 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 you know, fans of, or is it now becoming more of kind of a way for women to be like, Hey, look at me because it's really fine line there. It is really fine. line. Look, it's the same thing as Halloween for, for your entire life. It would usually be the day where girls would dress up as a slutty cop and a slutty nurse. And, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. You're going to be able to tell the girls that put in this dedication to putting their costumes together. And then the girls that, you know, are just there for attention. Yeah. I think there's a clear difference between the two people. And, And to be honest, like, I don't like I don't like slut shaming, but like I see what you're saying. But I also think that a lot of I mean, think about some of the characters that are out there 
that men are oh draw. yeah no so they're like yeah. already sort of Slutty. right there <laughs> no, no i understand that listen don't don't get me wrong a window of cleavage on her costume like a, a woman <laughs> dressing up as power girl is not being you know extra slutty she's just dressing up as that right. character who yeah. happens to be extra right. slutty yeah Listen, listen. I'm I'm in no way, shape, or form trying to slut shame anybody. <laughs> no, it's... I, I appreciate I appreciate a rack just like any other individual out there, man or woman. So <laughs> it, it's nothing to do with that. Listen, if you want to go out and that's the way you want to dress, have fucking fun. I don't yeah. care. Listen, personally, it's, it's not. I totally understand that because there is there is like a difference between someone dressing up as like Sonya or Melena from Mortal Kombat, which their costumes are pretty slutty. Yeah. Or pretty, if you're yeah. coming to Comic-Con dressed as a slutty Pikachu. Right. Right, yeah. But I'm saying, like, sometimes you see these big, like, these these cosplayers take a... Take, for instance, they'll take a... A female cosplayer will take a male character and turn it into a female rendition of the character... But at the same time, they, they, you know, there's they, they skimp it out a lot. Yeah, but sometimes. men do the same thing. Like I've seen a lot of like gen- gender uh, opposite <laughs> cosplaying is like really big now. Yeah. Um, and you'll see like a lot of it where groups Wait, of people will do. Like, John, were you there when the guys did uh, Sailor Moon? Yes, I've seen. Yes. And that's Awesome. Yeah, that was really it, cool. They make it like sort of extra slutty as a man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but like It was really cool. Yeah, I mean, they're great. And, like, uh, I've seen where they've done, uh, a group of people had done the gender swapping of the Justice League. And so there was a guy there dressed as Wonder Woman, <laughs> uh, and the women were Batman and Superman and stuff like that. And they had sort of done a really good job with it, but the man kind of dressed, you know, like the way Wonder Woman does, you know? And I'm like, a lot of them are great, and uh, I think to say that most women do cosplay is sort of a little unfair because there are a lot of men that do it too. Um, well, let's let's be honest. If you go, if you look at the more popular cosplayers, seventy five percent of them. Are but women. that's because that's... guys like over sexualize <laughs> it. They like look. For the women, it's not like guys are going to Comic Con looking for the cosplayers that are dudes. You know what I mean? Like, there are some great. There <laughs> Listen, are some great, it's I, not. You know, it's not only the guys too, because I'm totally obsessed with Jessica Negri. So, <laughs> look, don't get me wrong. There are professional cosplayers out there that are very good looking and very wonderful and really great at what they do. Um, I mean, I I I know people that do it and they do it really well. Um, and they put their heart and soul into it. And then again, like like uh, Cheyenne said, there's people that just sort of put on a Halloween costume, you know, like right, sort right, of def- right. But and sometimes I think that's just people starting to either get into it or people that just want to do it because they want to do it. You know what I mean? Like there right. are, I feel like people come in and go, "Hey, this is sort of fun. I want to get into it, but I don't really know how yet." You know, and then you sort of make your connections, and people go, "Hey." sweet costume and you go okay maybe next year i'll try like making something like this could be right, fun right you know now do you do you think it do you think that because i'm, I'm uh, obviously you can tell i'm trying to play both sides here so 
Like I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm coming from a place where personally I get all of this. I understand all of right. it, and I, I think that some of these cosplayers are. I, I can't do what they do, right. and they have skill, and they show that off in the craft that they deliver, and that, and they, and they've earned their popularity. Now, obviously, the other side of that, which I'm, I'm trying to you know, take now is, you know, kind of playing devil's advocate is, is that from a casual standpoint, from someone who may not be in this particular universe of, you know, uh, getting dressed, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, having this, this type of love for characters and getting dressed and all this, it, it does seem from an outside perspective that it might be a little too much. And that's essentially what I'm trying to get at is, how can you tell the difference between, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 is there like a determining factor when you're looking at someone who's, uh, just goes out to a comic con and, and does a cosplay and maybe either man or, or female, you know, maybe over sexualizing something like, how do you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can you tell if they're actually being like a legitimate fan having fun or it's somebody that's just trying to be a dipshit? I mean, you know what I'm as saying? a, as a veteran of these cons, you, you kind of know. You know what I mean? You could kind of spot someone from a mile away. It depends. Yeah. You know, you could tell how how long they've taken on their costumes. You know, like I think there was only one con that I ever went to, and I cosplayed as something that was not overly sexualized, but it's just like it just so happened that this the suit I was wearing was super super tight, and I realized that. It, you know, I didn't want that kind of attention at all. And I, the next year I, I put so much work into my costume that people were stopping like, Oh my God, where did you get that? And I was like, I made it, you know what I mean? And yeah, then there are people right, where right. you could just tell that you got that from, you know, the Halloween store because it was just cheaply put together and not made very well. I mean, there's cosplayers in there that years that they put into their costumes. Yeah. Right. Right. Now within, within, the community, the, the people that go, that are huge fans, that are cosplayers, that go to Comic-Con, that love everything that Comic-Con represents. In this community, have you guys ever seen anything where someone kind of puts someone on the hot seat about what they might be dressed as or what they're wearing or what they're – or how they rep are representing themselves at these cons? I don't forget I, I've never really seen anything like that except for – the year before last year, there was a girl. I'm actually not sure who she was dressed as, but she really had on like only a like a pair of booty shorts and pasties over her nipples, and a mom went ballistic because there are kids there, you know. Like right. I'm, right. I you know me, and I'm totally for boobs, but I wouldn't. Yeah, you want won't let to... my wife's go. <laughs> well, those are some nice boobs, man. You know, you can't keep those oh, to yourself. Yeah. That's really selfish um i fucking will <laughs> um but like you know as a mom myself like i, I don't i wouldn't want to bring my son there and have him see that kind of stuff you know because yeah, but, but of the same right. respect like <clears throat> i mean i i understand that i get that i don't have kids so i don't know the you know what's i mean i know what's inappropriate i know what's not you know what i mean like but i'm saying like they see this shit everywhere all the time you know what i mean like right yeah right it's, it's, like, it's hard to determine it's, like it's hard to determine where you draw the line but it's like you know like comic-con there's four days during comic-con and then there's one day that's specifically you know centered around families and children right, which yeah, is sunday, sunday. Like, and, and 
this girl should have had enough common sense to not come on Sunday with her tits out, you know? Yeah, but a lot of people like like <laughs> last year I couldn't get a you know a, a Friday or Saturday or whatever. I had to get a Sunday. Like if I wanted to dress kind of slutty on that Sunday, fuck you and your kids. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. You know, like. <laughs> well, then I guess that you should be prepared to be screamed at because I will come at you like a bulldozer if I feel like it's inappropriate in front of my child. You know what I mean? But but I'm so, not saying that's like, like the third. I'm sure that that's like the third bulldozing reference you've made today, Cheyenne. What? I, well, I, I keep thinking about what I did to your wife the other night. Sorry. <laughs> Does your vagina still I hurt? Hate both of you. <laughs> what did I do? No, not oh, you. Okay. Me, me, my wife. But, I'm just saying, like, but, all right, I, I don't know. Then you just continue. sort of like, if you see it beforehand, then you just direct your kid somewhere else. You know, it's sort of like the, you know, the unspoken. Yeah. I don't feel like well, kids like, go crazy about other people's uh, costumes and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone really. Other than this obvious mom that didn't know what the fuck she was getting into when she brought her child to Comic-Con. Well, I mean, I feel like, like I said, like, I like the sexy costumes and stuff like that. I I think they're great. But there's, like, a level of sexy that's just a little bit too inappropriate. Like, if you're coming with pasties on and, like, pretty much a thong... Yeah. This I mean, this is not like the porn expo. You know yeah, what I no, mean? No, that's definitely too much. I, I you know, I mean I don't know. I just I feel like the woman really had you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I get what, I get what you're saying, but like, yeah. you know, the, there's kind of level of decency. Like I think there's some people that are like coming into this and they're taking it like to an extreme. Cosplaying yeah. is good, being naked at Comic Con bad. Right, you know? and I agree with that. Right. I, yeah. I think that well, there's being, definitely a Being lot. naked is good, <laughs> but just not being naked at Comic-Con. Yeah, pretty much. There are two goods to that, but putting it in the same category makes it bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Wait, so two rights make a wrong? How does that work? <laughs> oh, God, I can't. <laughs> I, I'm officially done All with right. both of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, these these are questions that have plagued my brain for a long time because like I said, I'm a I'm a casual. Um casual. I've never been to comic of a fish, filthy filthy dirty casual. <laughs> um but uh <laughs> but uh you know, when when you see these things from an outside perspective, it sometimes it's hard to really tell like what's what's up. And that's why that's why I wanted to ask you guys specifically you know what what your thoughts were on things like this because people that don't go to comic con that have no idea what it's about no idea what these people are dressing up as just are not i guess nerds or you know what i'm saying or you know what i'm saying like have no interest in anything that comes from the a nerdy culture uh, they they have no idea. So you know, I I'm playing both sides here. I'm 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 diving into. I I come knowing the 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 side from I guess the perspective from the inside. And now I just kind of want to ask questions from the perspective of the outside. But I think I think you guys are, are are right. You know, these these cosplayers they put in hours and hours of of relentless just work into their costumes and yeah a lot of these characters are already sexualized and they're just representing the characters how they feel comfortable and it's nothing wrong with that i think a lot of these guys do a great job and yeah i mean as 
as a fan, I can see how like people just can can kind of tell, uh, you know, who's who's doing it for the art, I guess, for lack of a better term, right. and who's just kind of doing it to dress up. <laughs> so, you know, it just. You know, I can I can only imagine that there'd be like a fucking like gang war at a, like a comic con, like the uh, the vets versus like the news. Yeah. Oh you know my what I'm god! Like... I think that the <laughs> the difference between a lot of like I guess fandoms. I think when it comes to like comic books and like cosplay and like the the whole you know fandom of you know being a nerd, um, people are very accepting because they know that for the most part in reality they're sort of outcasts. Um, right. Right. And I feel like people are more accepting. Like, you can go on forums and ask, like, hey, I'm new to cosplaying. How would I make such and such an item? Like, are there certain tools that I need? And blah, blah, blah. And people are very accepting and being like, you know, they, they don't, like, scrounge up and be like, you fucking noob, get the fuck out of here. Like, learn to do it yourself. Right. Oh, speak for yourself. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, but like, never that, ask like, Cheyenne. No, I'm just joking. I'm not like that at all. I, I'm not even gonna be paying attention to any of the cosplayers this year because I'm on the I'm gonna be on the hunt. No, totally. You're gonna be you're gonna be on the cunt. On what? the hunt. Hunt for who? For collecting. Oh. I got some sci-fi stuff to uh to collect. Oh yeah. All right. Well, en- yeah. En- enough of this. Enough of the cosplay talk. I think we 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 get it. But um, yeah. What uh, I gotta ask. What what are you more excited about this year at Comic Con, Cheyenne? What do you? What is your like number one thing you want to get done this year? Uh, well, I just got this big open space in my house, and I need to fill it up with uh Godzilla, and I'm really hoping that I can find some Stranger Things merch or something because it's like oh, I'm sure it'll be there uh you know i've heard not because i've looked all over the internet and everywhere and there was really nothing but if there is i will own all of it by the end of you Comic-Con. know i have i have i have yet to see stranger what Things. is wrong with you it's it just i i wanted <laughs> to sit down and watch it with my wife so we're both caught up at the same time i don't want to watch the show without her and our schedules have just been too too different where we're not uh you know what i'm saying like able to sit down and really just binge watch the show mm-hmm. and the, the time the time we do have to, to we're already tired as hell we're old <laughs> well shit i just turned older, i just turned I'm 30 i'm dead you, number one number two i i watched that show in two days and then got a tattoo so i uh i watched four episodes and haven't watched it since Oh, you guys are really disappointing me right now. <laughs> well, all right. That'll be my mission. Maybe next week we'll talk about Stranger Things. Oh, no, we will. Um, this is your homework. <laughs> homework? Fuck off. <laughs> Jeez. I'm a 30-year-old man. I'm, I belong in a fucking cast. Actually, a, a homework assignment actually is kind of funny. I think that is like a really That's, good idea. Yeah, yeah. Your homework assignment <laughs> is to finish it because I'm going to quiz you on this shit in the next episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold well, on, maybe hold not on. quiz, but we should <laughs> talk about I'll watch hold it, too. I'll finish on. it. Finish it. Back, back the fuck up. <laughs> How did I, the the host of like the main host of the show, the owner of the network, <laughs> now be now become nothing but the lowly student to a first time podcaster? How is this? You know why? What just you happened? You know why? Because you're a fucking noob. Oh. Oh my god. Shame, bro. Listen, you, I was not gonna do this, Cheyenne, <laughs> because it's your first show. 
it is your first show, and I I wanted to really just be dignified and respectable, <laughs> but you want to throw the insult. Don't do it. Just out, don't do give, you want to throw it? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do don't it. Give, Ladies and gentlemen, from now on, you better, nope, don't we you are dare. going to be introducing Cheyenne dare. Kelly here on the show as Slumpy Shy. Oh, man. Her real-life nickname. Boom. Drop the wow. mic. Bombs dropped. It's official. It's on the tape. It's going to be done. Watch. I'm going to go back and edit. I have. We haven't posted at the time of this recording. I hate you. There's no <laughs> intro for the show yet in stone. I'm going to go back and redo the intro, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce Listen, you as Slumpy Just Shy. because I might be slightly forgetful doesn't mean that I am Slumpy. <laughs> no. What the Listen, fuck is Slumpy? The sl- Slumpy has nothing to do about with your memory. First off, let's not. Okay, home. Okay, you know what? Just because John is out of the loop, I I feel the need that I must be courteous enough to my co-host <laughs> to inform him of the origins uh... of Slumpy. Now, listen, hey, listen, we're all comic book fans here, and everybody loves an origin story. So this is gonna be the origin story uh... for Slumpy Shy. So. Backtrack uh, a couple of months. We're hanging out at our friend Ryan's tattoo shop here on Long Island. Salvation Tattoo. Shout out to Ryan. Um, and Cheyenne is yet again complaining about something. <laughs> and she's sitting there and she's like, oh, my back and my shoulder. Everything is hurting me. It's because I'm old. And one of Just so you know. Whatever. I don't want to hear you complain about everything. No, you're not. You are, I think. Anyway. One of of their mutual friends is hanging out there, and he apparently is like some massage guy or something like that. And she and he's like, "Oh, listen, I'm just probably you know if your neck or your shoulders bothering you, let me check it out." So he starts giving her like a small massage, like, "Oh, is this hurt? Does this hurt?" Checking her out, and eventually he he's you know it's her her back that's that's really bothering her, and he's like looking at her and like kind of rubbing her back, and he goes, "You know, I, I hate to say it, Cheyenne, but." You know, just the way your back is, you're just you're just slumped forward. And I, that's that's what's causing the pain. And immediately, the t- the moment the word slump came out of his mouth, me and Ryan just wide eyed look at each other, look at Cheyenne, and we go slumpy shy. And and that was it. She she stormed out through the back door. You guys are assholes. <laughs> You don't call me – what are you going to call me slumpy for? My back hurts. This is a medical thing. And we're like, well, you better go see a doctor, slumpy, because your back is fucked up. <laughs> and from that day forward, Cheyenne has been slumpy shy to me. Ryan calls her slumpy shy. It's a real-life nickname. So now it is official on the show. You are slumpy shy, you're, my co you're, you're dead, old man. <laughs> Damn. You're I, dead. Listen, I'm already I'm already dead inside. You might as well get rid of the rest of me. You know what I'm saying? So my life model. Dead. <laughs> oh God. But yes, that is the origin story of how Cheyenne got her slumpy nickname for her slumpy self. And you know what, guys? I think uh, I think that so far this first episode has been super fucking awesome. Um, been fun. Uh, I, 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 yeah, it's been, it's been great. I can't wait to do more. 
I can't wait to hear more uh, Comic-Con stories from you, Slumpy. Next week. Because I know that you're ne- going to go over. Yeah, next, next week. week we're going to do Comic-Con coverage. So you can definitely do as much as you can. Bring back yeah. us all the news. I mean, Let us know what's going days, on. I mean, I might I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to slump my way through Comic-Con. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Hell yeah. You can, uh, oh my god, what was his name from Full Metal Alchemist? Shit. I forgot his name. Uh, I'm going to think about it, and I'm not going to get back to you, but that's, I'll make the comparison next week. I'll post a picture of you and the character online so people can, can see. But um, I'm calling out sick. <laughs> You're calling out slumpy? Calling it's alright. <laughs> But yes, guys, uh, I'm super stoked for your weekend coming up. You both are going to be at Comic-Con, so I'm very excited to see what you guys come back and uh, what uh, topics you bring back for the show next week. Um, I'm probably going to do my best to bury my nose deep into my PS4 uh, over the weekend, so I'm not going to know much else of anything. Um, You're also going to be watching Stranger Things. Yes, yes, okay. (laughs) All right, teacher. Don't worry, Miss. Yeah, don't worry, Mrs. S. I'm sure. Yes, I do. I do. Don't worry. I will. I will try to do my best to catch up, and I will catch Stranger Things. So for everybody listening, uh, be ready. We're gonna do a lot more talking about Comic Con. We're gonna talk about Slumpy's adventure through uh, her two days. (laughs) Uh, We're gonna talk about John's four day adventure as. Mr. COO through the Comic-Con <laughs> land, and then uh, we'll talk about some Stranger Things, and we'll see what else uh, we, we bring about, but guys, thank you so much. It was definitely super awesome doing this podcast with you today. I'm so excited you guys are my co-hosts for it from now on, and uh, like always, for the listeners, if you have any questions, any comments, if you want us to talk about anything Uh, Any specific topics, any new movies, any new games coming out, uh, any maybe if you want to talk about maybe your Comic-Con experiences, email us directly at thebigmoshpodcast at gmail.com. You can always stay connected with us via Instagram and Twitter at Big Mosh Podcast. And of course, if you like what you hear today, if you like the other shows that we're coming out with this week, uh, be a direct supporter. Head to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Big Mosh Podcast, where you can become a direct supporter for as little as a dollar a month. And uh, John, why don't you drop some plugs for the listeners to stay in touch with you, catch up what's new on Gamer Assault. Why don't you let them know what's All up? All right. Uh, GamerAssaultWeekly.com is the website. We have news every day, editorials and reviews. Uh, and you can find us at GA Weekly on Twitter. And then you can find my personal one at SomeBeardy2Love. And the two is a number two, not the word. Excellent. And then what's the uh, what's the brand new plug for the uh, stream.me? Uh, well, the website is stream.me. We're a streaming website. The blog can be found right on the website. And that is also on the writer at Some Beauty to Love. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Slumpy, what do you got for the listeners? Can they get in touch with you about maybe some cosplaying things? Uh, are you going to be posting about Comic-Con this weekend? Do you even care if anybody talks to you? <laughs> what is, what's your, what's the deal with you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at xdragonshyx. I'm going to be posting a lot of pictures of Comic-Con and things of that nature. I'm going to a couple of other conventions this this month so you can keep following me for that and i just want to plug uh keep plugging video game event 
at the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of Huntington uh, that is going to be on November 5th. So I will be there, and you can come see me and uh, battle me in some retro games. Excellent, excellent. So, yeah, guys, stay in touch with all of us. Make sure you catch Cheyenne and all her slumpiness. Make sure you uh, <laughs> check out John and everything going on with his streams and his magazine. And, of course, stay tuned because the rest of the week we're going to have uh, actually one more show this week. Tomorrow is going to be our wrestling podcast, which I'm also super excited about doing. And uh, every day – Moving forward, you're going to have a brand new episode of all these new shows that we laid out for you this week. I hope you guys are enjoying the brand new lineup here on the network. And, of course, if you enjoy what you hear, please, please go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast, and become a supporter. It's the only way that we're going to continue going on with the lineup. So if you like it, support it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Game over.